he stands up and I just know he's waiting for me like <laughs> and then I didn't even make it through the metal detector before he's like so can I get you to step over here <laughs> They would cheaper down the road. You work here? Can I speak to your manager? Uh, uh, I would like to return these items. But it was on sale last week. There's no price tag on this. It's gotta be free. Oh my god. I hate my life. You should go die. You're listening to Retail Rehab, where we believe the customer is not always right. So sit back and join us as we discuss all things retail and beyond. Yo, welcome back to Retail Rehab Episode 7. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. I'm Yuvert. I'm Danny. I'm Zaheer. Well, there's a lot of things that's, that have happened uh, since our last episode, right? All right, catch me up first. Let's, let's get the catch up going. Well, you, you catch us up. You've been away. Yeah, you went traveling. traveling. I did go traveling. Well, I only just came back like yesterday. No, two days ago. I'm jet lagged as hell. Well, we're in Australia, so I went to Europe. So I went around um, London, uh, Paris and... Amsterdam and as usual you know I had to uh see how the customer server <laughs> can't even talk you know I'm speaking French there and now we're speaking English so it's a bit weird you spoke French there I did speak French you speak French I do bonjour <laughs> je m'appelle Hubert okay I thought you were being serious like <laughs> French. I'm being serious that's French anyway yeah I was checking out how the customer service was compared back here in Australia and actually in London Personally, I felt it was worse. It was worse. I don't know. I just felt like, because you know, like when you go into a shop, you're supposed to like receive help, you know, like customer service, right? Mm, yeah. There, this is like, there's like, it's like Maya here. Like there's no one to find or like no one helps you with anything. Like it was tragic. Or even like if you ask for help, it's really like blunt. Like, I don't know if that's just like the culture there or anything, but like it was really like upfront. That's weird. I thought British people were like, friendly or friendlier than here no the, the people are friendly no doubt but i don't know it's just like when i went I, I felt like if it's you went some to someone in a store here who's been in retail for ages and you're, they're just like they're all they're like done that, yeah yeah it was kind of like that um but yeah that's how i felt when i was over there it was just it was a bit crazy and like it was really like ugh, i didn't i didn't like so it. it's, it's not dissimilar to here then but paris's one was really good same as amsterdam it's so good it's really nice but yeah, like, I don't know about London. That wasn't that great. But, yeah, otherwise, no, my trip was really good. Um, it was fun, but now I'm back. <laughs> How about you guys? How, how's, how's everything? Well, unfortunately, I didn't get a one-month getaway from Sydney, so... Sorry to hear, man. Mm, it's been good. You, you sound sadder than usual. Well, I went to... I've, I've been travelling a bit, just interstate. Been to Melbourne. Interstate? Yeah, well, I, Where went, did to, you go? I went to Melbourne. Did you, when the hell did you go to Melbourne? When was that? Like a month ago. So as you guys can imagine, every time I go to the airport, I get red. Uh, <laughs> I get randomly searched every single time. So to, to profile the hair first, I don't know if anyone knows what the hair looks like. There's a photo of me. Oh, sorry, Zach. Yeah, Zach is basically your stereotypical like brown man with like the beard and like you know the t- the type of guy that you'd see that gets you know like searched. Stripped. That get, oh, not strip searched. Not <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be strip searched um, at the airport. So, yeah, that's what he looks like. But, yeah, like I, I just know every time I get to the, the customs area. But this time, before I even put down my bag, 
Like this guy was sitting down in the seat. I see him get it. He sees me like from probably like a hundred meters away. He stands up from his seat, gets out his little wad that they test yeah, you with. The magnetic one? Yeah, the, like the magnetic one. Stick. Yeah. And then he's just, he stands up and I just know he's waiting for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, they wave you and then I didn't even wow. make it through the metal detector before he was like, so can I get you to step over here? <laughs> 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 and I was like, wow. I knew it. I fucking knew it. One time, just be like, bro, that's discrimination. I should just like fucking take off all my clothes before I even go through them. Like, fine, what do you want to test me for? <laughs> but yeah, it's like I've never been to an airport without getting searched. Yeah, when I went overseas, that was the first time I ever got like searched and like bag swabbed and everything for like drugs. It's like they saw some little Asian kid. It's definitely a mule. But you're traveling like overseas, which I guess kind of makes more sense. Well, I'm not coming from like a country that's like Cuba or some shit. I'm coming from like London, man. Like, I'm not like. But see, in your case, it probably was random because you probably don't get searched every time, right? Oh, I don't know. It was just an old white man who's bald, he's staring me down. But I love it because there's so many of them, though. Like, oh, man, I'm not even kidding. Overseas is the worst because, like, there's a lot of, you know, like tourists and shit. And they come and they're just like, ni hao, ni hao, ni hao, ni hao. I'm like, bro, I ain't even Chinese, man. <laughs> oh, like, they think you're Chinese. Bro, they're like, ni hao, ni hao, ni hao. I'm like, bro, what? Where, where was this at? Like, in the Philippines? No, this was in London, man. In London? London, Paris, and Amsterdam. They all, I all got a knee Who's, like, who's saying that to you? I don't know, the locals. Yeah, they're like, oh, knee And I'm like, what? Bro, I'll, yeah, I was walking. Okay, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know it, but Tower of London. The security that I was walking through, and it's always a bag search. Like, everyone gets a bag search before you go in. Um, yeah, and I'm getting my bag. He's like, oh, yeah, just open your bags. And I'm opening my bag. He's like, okay, knee And I'm like, and he's, and he's African. I was keen to just say Hakuna Matata, man. Like, fuck <laughs> Bro, like, what? like, I'm like, yeah, no worries, man. Like, but I'm not even Chinese, bro. Like, it's so bad. It sounds like they stereotype a lot. Like, yeah, you no. just have to look roughly like that whole race, and then yeah, because I was walking to a restaurant. This was in Paris, and it was a like an older black guy, an older black gentleman. I don't know if he was homeless or not. And he was just like, yeah, ni hao, ni hao, ni hao, ni hao. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, what? All right, yeah, it's messed up, bro. Well, that's the catch up with you. How about you, Danny? How you been, mate? Oh yeah, look, I've been pretty good. Yeah, I just uh, actually left my job, so I feel like this is I feel like this is a cycle. Like we spoke about you being unemployed, like six yeah. months ago. It's a circle of life: unemployed, no job, unemployed, job, unemployed. Ah, uh, so yeah. Now Danny's yeah. just been sitting at home like a fat potato who he is, and he's he's got like a massive packet of macas in front of him, <laughs> right in front of him. There's twenty four nuggets. With like six large sweet and sour coke. packets. Bro, sweet and sour packets at McDonald's in Paris and Amsterdam is called Chinese sauce. <laughs> I saw it and I'm like, what? Why is it called Chinese sauce? So let's go over what we're going to be talking about. We have a couple of retail stories from my experiences. I probably have about three or four. And then there's some news articles I saw with some really fucked up stories that I want to talk about. And then we have some story submissions from Reddit that we'll get into as well. So, actually, I want to start off with this tweet that I saw Ooh. this morning. What's it about? It's pretty What's funny. It it's about, I'll, I'll read it out to you, but it's pretty funny. So, it's posted by Elisa. Elisa. It's A-L-Y-W-S-A. Okay. Alyssa? Alyssa, maybe, yeah. So, she asked her co-worker, who's on line one, on the phone. And then they go, oh, don't worry about it. They're in timeout. And then she's like, time out. And then they go, yeah, they were rude and kept interrupting me. So I put them on hold for a few minutes. <laughs> no, I gotta do that. I've, I've done it to people when I'm like, fuck, I can't be bothered talking to you. So I'll put you on I hold for break. longer. I need a break. I can't listen to you. Yeah. yeah. 
Or like Damn, if they're just good. being really annoying, I'll just be like, oh, I've got to go serve this customer in front of me and put them on hold and just go and put have a break. Put a time out. <laughs> that is amazing. I love that one. Thank you, Alyssa. <laughs> that was hilarious. Our Retail Stories, a selection of our experiences from this week. I have a couple of stories from my camera store. So as you guys know, we take a lot of passport photos and we have probably about 150 to 200 a week. Wow. 150 to 200 a week. The people come in. His store as well, by the way, is tiny as. Really tiny. It's probably the size of like. A room. A little bit bigger. Yeah. Um, Like a lounge room. Well, probably even smaller. Sorry, a living room. But yeah, anyways, we, we take a lot and like a lot of people can get really annoying because they have very specific requirements and, and they come up to us and they tell us all about what size it needs to be, what background it needs to be. And I'm like, we do like hundreds of these a week. We know exactly what we need to do. So you don't need to tell us for starters. And secondly, like we know what's going to be accepted and what's not. So we know what, you know, what frame to use and what expression you need to have on your face to be accepted by whatever country you're going to. Um, and like 99% of the time, it's a neutral expression. You can't smile. In my, one of my last shifts... Um, Your last shifts? Do you not work there anymore? No, no, I do. I mean, sorry. In, <laughs> let me rephrase it. In one of my recent shifts, um, this lady came in and she wanted passport photos for three different countries. Yes, I, I'm not sure why. Maybe no. she's, maybe she's, tra- <laughs> she's travelling to three different countries or maybe she's a She's not a dual citizen. She's a fucking triple citizen. But anyway, she wanted three different... Um, countries and so I was like all right well we're going to charge for each country separately and she was cool with that and then we 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 started taking the photos so I take I take two and I'm like are you happy with that and she's like yep I'm like all right cool and that's it that's what she said I'm like all right give me 10 minutes I'll print them out um so I print out the photos and I show her and she's like oh not too happy with them actually oh my god can you can you retake them I'm like well you could have told me that before I printed them out you approved it and then she's like yeah but I, I think I should let down my hair oh. and then retake it I was like all right whatever I'll, I'll retake it retake that one and then she takes a look at it on the camera and she's like oh actually I'm gonna go back to my hair tied up which is the original wait, fo- wait did she ha- yeah original did you throw the first photos out I, I already chucked them out and I'm like all right I'll retake it so I take one photo with her hair up one photo with her hair down and then she's like, oh, actually, let me just run down to my car. I want to get a hair clip for my, for my oh, hair. Are you wanna... serious? Is this supposed to cost more, though, like every time you take a photo? Well, every time we print it. And she's like, so we ended up taking four photos in like different hairstyles, which to me all look the same. And then she's like, I want a copy of each of these four. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm going to charge you for each photo, which is tw- like 20 bucks each. So you're going to pay 80 bucks yeah. for passport photos. Uh-huh. And she's like, yeah, that's cool. So I, I, I print them out. I give her all four photos and then I take it to the cash register and I'm like, all right, that'll be 80 bucks. She's like, 80 bucks? What do you mean 80 bucks? Didn't she just approve it? Anyways, that was really triggering. She ended up paying for it, but not after arguing with us for like 20 minutes. But then the funny thing is she said she'll come back and pick up her photos later and she never did. She paid $80 and she never picked up her photos. So I'm, <laughs> I was so confused. I'm like, are you just rich or like, did you forget? So this second story is something that we've all experienced. This is from the camera store, but this is also something that we experienced when we worked together as well. 
customers wanting to price match online stores. Like, this is so true. Here we go. Okay, well, we're going to give a background story for those who don't know. Who yes. Knows? Yeah. So the background story is that obviously any product that you find in store, you can look it up on Google and you can find other stores that sell them. Yep. But depending on which country you're in, every retailer pays different prices for uh-huh. where the stock comes from. Yep. So most retailers in your local, like local shopping centers, they pay more to get local stock. Uh-huh. But online stores, they can import from whatever country they want and they can ship it to any yeah. country. So like eBay, yeah, eBay Amazon. Yep. Or some of the big electronic ones like that we know. Um, Kogan. Kogan, that's a big one. They, yes. the, gray yeah, they're all gray imports. But then they'll, if you look in their um, delivery information, they'll say they ship everywhere. And people confuse that for saying it's from that country when it's not. They're, they're very actually clear about the fact that they import their stock from Hong Kong or something. Yeah, so like grey import, well, yeah, like we only price match Australian stock, but these stores, they get their stock from like overseas. So we obviously can't price match those. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't work for us because no other Australian retailer is going to price match them. Like we don't make any money of that. Um, but anyway, so a lot of customers, they'll come in and be like, oh, I saw this cheaper. And they'll just do a quick Google search find the lowest price and show us the website. And like nine times out of 10, it's great import. Yeah, like eBay. Like e- eBay is the most frustrating because I'm like, you should know. Like eBay is obvious. I love it because they're always like, but eBay has this for like yeah, $100 it's like, cheaper. It's like, but that's eBay, it's bro. It's eBay. It could be any like freaking <laughs> pleb in the house selling it. Like it's not the same as a store. It, it's, it's really dumb. Like it doesn't work. Yeah, eBay is the most frustrating. But then like people... Um, they argue over other stores that look official. Like, I don't want to mention names, but there's a lot of stores that look legit, and then they're they're pretty misleading in the fact that they'll say, "Oh, we offer local warranty and we offer local delivery or whatever." But then you look in their terms and condition, you got to dig really deep into it, and they'll say, "This stock is imported from this country, but we'll offer local warranty from our international team or whatever." It's not the same anyway, but. So the prices will be like 20% cheaper than anywhere else and the people will be like, oh, can you price match them because it has a .au at the end of the website? And you stand there arguing with them for hours. Like, it makes it's no a frustrating sense. thing. A lot of the time it's just common sense. Like if you see something that's like 20 to 30% cheaper than any store. It's frustrating. Yeah, it's frustrating. But I feel like that's not something you can do anything about. Most people, they'll just search for it and find the cheapest price and they match it. This story is really sexist towards women. For starters. Sorry, it's what? It's sexist towards women. Like, this is what a customer... Not from my perspective. I mean, from the customer's perspective. It's sexist, it's rude, and it's just, like, one of those customers that you just want to kick out of your store and never see again. Shoot. So, this customer walks in, he's, like, looking at our cameras, and then at our store, we have this lady that works there as well. So, she goes up to him and she's like, okay, do you need any help? And he goes... Like, he starts yelling. He's like, what did you say? And she's like, I asked if you need any help. And he goes, no, that's not what you said. What did you call me? And she's like, I literally just asked, you know, can I help you with something? And he's like, no, that's not what you said to me. I don't want to talk to you. And she's like, okay. And she walked away. Um, And then he just stood there for, like, a good five to ten minutes. And then I went up to him, like, hey, can I help you out? completely ignores me like doesn't even acknowledge me and i'm like this was at your store at my store yeah completely ignores me and i'm like okay whatever i just i can't deal with customers like that i'm not going to speak to them again yeah the ones where they don't they just ignore you that's the worst and it yeah and then fuck me then i'm like all right cool i'll just go fuck myself (laughs) yeah that's exactly it like fuck oh fuck my life shit so then i just i I stand at a distance and i just watch what he does because i'm like curious um 
Because yeah. at this point, two of us have tried to speak to him and he doesn't seem to be doing anything. He's just standing just with a blank face. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it turned out he was waiting for this other guy who was serving someone else. He had spoken to him before. And then a lady, he comes up to the lady after like five minutes. He's like, oh, hey, can you help me out with something? And she's like, yeah, sure. What is it? And he goes, I'm after this camera. Can you help me out with the model that I'm after? And she goes, yeah, which model is it? And he goes, see, I knew you were too stupid to understand. Like, you should know which, which, which model I want. And she's like, how, what? how would I know what model you want? You haven't yeah, told exactly. me. And he's like, no way that's how. He's like, he literally said, I know you're too stupid to know. That's why I don't need your help anymore. And she's like, she's just mind blown. She's like, I didn't. Is he old? He was old. Like, he, was, he wasn't like super old. He was probably like in his 50s. Um, He's rude. What? He was just rude as fuck. And then she's like. She's shocked, but she's also like, all right, whatever. And then later on, he comes up to her again. Like, he's just standing around for like 20 minutes. Just at what? Like looking just at cameras? Just looking at cameras, um, just with a blank look. And then he, he goes up to her again. And then he's like, uh, last time I came here, you were, you were rude to me. And she's like, I've never seen you before. <laughs> and then he goes, no, I came here and you were really rude to me. That's why, um, that's why I said you were stupid. And she goes, I don't understand. I've never spoken to you before. And he's like, yeah, last time I came, you were like, hey, mate, how's it going? And he's like, that was offensive. And she's like, why is that offensive? He's like, because you called me mate. What? Does he know what country he's living in? It's Australia. That's like the, like the official like, the introduction greeting. to yourself. Official the greeting, greeting in Australia. What the fuck? For whatever reason, he thought she was being condescending to him. Is he Australian? Like, is, does he? he no, nah, he was he was Asian, but he so, was oh, okay. he was kind of from here. Like, he spoke English pretty well, okay. um, so he he should have known. Um, anyways, that guy's rude. I think he's just t- the type of person that wants to find faults in how she approached him. Like, he just doesn't like the fact that what, she's. What's the benefit of that? What's he going to get I out of that? I think he's she because I spoke to her afterwards, and she thought that. He was just against women working in retail, especially in photography, yeah. because yeah. he thought that he knew more than her and that he was more qualified. Yeah. So yeah. he didn't like the fact that she came up to him and asked him if he needed any help from her. And I think he just took offense to that. Wow. That's pretty common in like consumer electronics as well. Like I've worked with a lot of girls as well in, with like TVs and stuff. And men especially don't like being served by women because they won't know anything about like their products which is really bad yeah and they, they assume they don't but yeah like i know so many girls that i've worked with that are really good in that shit and like in that field it's crazy like to see like guys or i don't know like men women as well just like oh is there another person around that will know about it and then they're like oh i'm the manager in this section actually yeah it's crazy it's ridiculous like we're in 2019 like do you really think that a company would hire someone that doesn't know what they're talking about yeah it's crazy so i've been holding this in for a month for ages we've been waiting i've been i was so triggered and every time i think about this i get so triggered i'm so excited to hear this story so i went down to get some bubble tea here here yeah oh yes some boba some boba and I was there was another when I got there there was another person in front of me um and it looked like it was their first time ordering from this place because they took ages and they were asking what is this what is that that? which is fair fair enough okay it's your first time it's not the easiest place to order at um so it takes about five minutes orders and then I order and we're both waiting for our drinks and then she calls out my drink and then I'm like all right I, I start walking up to pick it up and this guy goes oh that's mine he just he jumps in front of me he's like oh that's mine and just picks it up 
and he doesn't even let her finish what the what the drink was. Yeah. Um, and then he goes, yeah, that's mine. He picks it up and walks away. And this lady's just like, uh, okay. And then she walks away. Like she looked confused because I think she knew it was my order. Um, but then five minutes later, she comes up to me and she's like, are you still waiting for your order? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was mine. And yeah. he walked away with it. Who took his drink? I'll get to it. And then she goes, oh, I'm sorry about that. We'll remake it for you. And then they start remaking it. And then as they're remaking it, this is about probably five to seven minutes after this gentleman had already walked away with his drink. I see him from a distance coming back. This is a large drink. I see him coming back to the the store and I look at his drink and there's about maybe a quarter of it. This is a large drink, maybe a quarter of it left. And this is milk tea, so it's not the easiest thing to drink that quickly. There's a quarter of it left and he comes back and I can already see he's going to fume because he looked angry. He goes up and he's like, this isn't my order. This isn't what I ordered. With it drank. Like, with it all finished. I drank three quarters of... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How does that happen? He's like, this isn't my order. And then she goes, yeah, I know it's not your order because you took his order. And he's like, yeah, but I didn't know it was my, not my order. He's, she's like, because you didn't let me finish saying what the order was. You just barged in, you took it, and you walked off. <laughs> it was his order, and your order was, wasn't done at that point. And he goes, yeah, whatever. Um, here, take this back. Give me my order. But he's drank it. And she goes, exactly. She goes, but you drank three quarters of this. And she was such a badass. Like, I fucking love her for this. Like, I've never seen anyone stand. You need to find her name. So good. I've never seen anyone stand up to a customer like this. But she was like, you've already drank three quarters of this. And you want me to return and give you a new drink free of charge? He's like, yes, because this wasn't my order. And she's like, but you knew it was in your order. And if if you knew it was in your order, why did you drink three Three quarters quarters of it? You take one sip and you know it's on your order, right? This guy had drank almost all of it. And then she's like... How does that... It doesn't make sense. It's so stupid. And then she goes, uh, if you want to give me back the full drink, I'll give you back a full drink. Otherwise, you can pay for the new drink and I'll give it to you. And he goes, what do you want me to do? You want me to, you want me to vomit it out and give it to you? And she's like, don't you dare vomit on my counter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. We need to find this woman. And then... He's like, well, what do you want me to do? This is my first place. I didn't know this was my order. So I drank it and I couldn't tell because it was the first time I'm having bubble tea. So it took me a while to realize it wasn't my order. And she's like, even still, you might have two sips. You might have three sips. You wouldn't drink three quarters. (laughs) 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 And anyways, they went round and round for like five minutes. And it got to a point, you know how like when customers want something and they don't get it, they just stand there like looking at you. So it got to that point where he was just standing there looking at her for five minutes and like she had served like three or four people in that time. And then he goes, so what are we going to do about this? She's like, nothing. Like you can stand here all day, but I'm not going to give you a new <laughs> drink. Like you've, you've, you've drank three quarters of it. You can finish it now. There's no point. And then anyways, I stood arguing and I got my drink and I left. But at that point he was still standing there. Wow. <laughs> I was so fucking triggered because for, it took me like almost 15 minutes to get my drink because this idiot... I would have gotten it like within three minutes of ordering. I was standing there in the sun, fifteen minutes, while this douchebag was—he was just trying to get a free drink. Drinks three quarters and takes. How do you drink it so quickly as well? It was five minutes, (laughs) and it was a large. In the news, some headline highlights from this week. In the news with. Zach. <laughs> That's a segment. That's a segment. News of Zach. 
this one you probably heard about this story but this happened about a month ago uh-huh. um in europe uh no this was in okay. in the u.s Oh, sorry, it wasn't in the US. So this is, it's titled Family Booted from Flight After Passengers Complained of Body Odor. Oh, yeah. You've heard about it? You I read that. And you have body so odor. So basically, the, the facts of the story are there's a, a family from Michigan uh, named Jenny and Yossi Adler um, and their 19-month-old daughter. So uh-huh. they were on, a, on an American Airlines flight from Miami to Detroit and okay. other passengers complained that they smelled too much. So they took them off the plane and closed the gate and they, the, the staff there told them that too many people complained about your body odor and we're not going to let you back on the plane. Um, wow. And they had already checked in their luggage at this point. So they were, they were apparently told that the luggage was going to be taken off the plane before it left. But it never did. But it actually left with their luggage. <laughs> and they, they were left with just whatever they had. Um, and then the airline, they made a statement saying that Mr. Adler and his wife were removed from the flight when several passengers complained about their body odor um, and they were booked into a hotel for the night and given meal vouchers and they were rebooked onto a flight for the following day, which is a pretty good deal. Like, they didn't really have to do much. Not bad, but they didn't have their luggage. They didn't have their luggage. Um, for one night, though. Um, so the controversy around this was that the Adler's family, they actually believed that there was, like, another reason to why they were taken off. Because apparently, it? after they got taken off... They walked around the airport and they asked a bunch of other passengers if they smelled really bad. Yeah. Of course, if you ask someone, do, do I smell really bad? They're going to be yes. they're gonna be polite and they're going to be like, no, it's no, not too bad. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I imagine most people said, no, it's not too bad. And then they thought there was like an ulterior motive to why they were taken off. And they're like, we just want to know the truth as to why we were taken off. I'm like, you guys aren't, you, you guys aren't fucking... CIA or something you're not spies I think there's going to be some conspiracy around why you're taking you probably smell like shit that's why I'm talking about wow. if a lot of people complain that you stink you stink yeah. yeah like if everyone on the plane complained and the fact that you know if people can even smell you from a different aisle it's, it's going to be pretty bad I'd get them off the plane yeah. I wouldn't want them on the plane like if I have to smell you for like however long this flight was the second story is about McDonald's. Who loves McDonald's? We all do. And it's titled, McDonald's customer calls police after staff put onions on his burger. What? Wow. He is called this Australia? Pol- this is also in the US. Okay. He basically, he ordered a Big Mac mm-hmm. and he asked for no onions. And then when he got his order, you know, occasionally they forget. And there was onions, there was, on, there was his onions on his burger. Uh-huh. And then... He, he storms back to the counter and he starts yelling at them and he causes a scene saying, oh, I have severe allergies and I can't eat onions. And they're like, okay, we'll give you a new one. Yeah. And he goes, no, I don't want a new one. You could have, I think he said something along the lines of, I have serious allergies and you could have killed me or whatever. Um, so basically he has to just escalate. He wanted to escalate it and he wanted to make a big deal out of it. He didn't eat them, so it didn't affect him. Um, so he yells causes a scene and then he ends up calling emergency services saying um they're just basically explaining what happened and then the police come to the store and then they're like this isn't a police matter you can't be calling the police about something like this and then he just loses it like he's causing the biggest scene and fuss about nothing like it's a mistake just let him fucking fix it i don't get it you know how many people have allergies if everyone started doing that Anyways, he caused even a big. He caused an even bigger scene because um, the police told him to get out of the store, um, and he d- he refused. So they 
they were going to arrest him, and then he started like dragging this along this police officer's leg, and apparently he spat. He's dragging the he's, police officer's yeah, leg. Yeah, he's like trying to drag him across, and then he spat on a police officer's face. What? <laughs> and then he got he got charged for it, and now he's like he's going to court. <laughs> <laughs> Onions on a Big Mac. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, you don't cause a fuss about stupid shit. Like, it's obviously fair if you have allergies and, you know, there's onions in a burger, but come on now. Like, you don't need to cause that much of a scene if they're remaking the damn burger for you. Like, god damn. It'd be fair enough if they were like, no, you didn't ask for no onions or whatever. But they offered. I don't know if you remember from the previous episodes where I mentioned about that, when, like, I went to Macca's, or McDonald's, sorry. This is the one where I was like, my mate and I, we ordered, he ordered a burger, but they got the burger wrong like five times. Oh yeah, I remember this. Whether yeah. they're like, he, he ordered a chicken burger, but it came like a crispy chicken burger, like fried, but it came out grilled. It came out without chicken. It came out without the bun, <laughs> right? That's some shit you get angry about because it's fucking four times. This shit, like, come on now. It's like one time with onions. It's a mistake. Let him fucking fix it. It's once. Bro, like seriously, come on now. One time, it's ridiculous. Like, one time, and now look at you. You got to get a conviction because of that shit. You got a lawyer, um, and then the lawyer issued a statement saying that one thing that wasn't clear is that this wasn't just an argument about the order being wrong. The defendant has severe allergies. He specifically asked for something not to be put in his food, and it was. This is how it started. Of course, he now realizes this was not a police matter. He just realized now this wasn't a police matter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it sounds like he's done that before Has he called the police before When he's gone to like a restaurant And then he gave him something that he, <laughs> he ordered Like what does he get out of that? Honestly Like maybe like Let's go to like free food or something I think what he's going for is like You could have seriously hurt me Because of my allergies So I want to cause a scene So I can get something bigger out of this Yeah Like maybe he wanted money or whatever like compensation. Wanted, Yeah, compensation yeah. of some sort Maybe he should have taken a bite out of it Exactly. Like, if you want to, you know, if you got to really really commit. <laughs> Take a bite out of it, go to hospital, and then complain. That, that'll be fair. Because then it would actually be McDonald's fault. Exactly. Oh, see, so you didn't think it through. <laughs> if you want to be a con artist, you got to think about <laughs> this shit. Take a bite out of it. <laughs> story submissions. Selected stories from you guys, our listeners. If you would like your story to be featured, please submit to us at retailrehab.com.au slash submissions. This first one, it's titled Burn My Hand on Hot Metal, comma, My GM Has Me Keep Working. What's GM? General manager, I'm assuming, kept me working. Oh, she burnt her hand and her, her manager kept her yeah, dumb it down her. for me. Thank so you. this is working. a post, or this is a story by Isabel Stark. Thank you, Isabel Stark. Is she related to Ned Stark from Game of Thrones? Or Tony Stark? I would hope so. Tony Stark, Iron Man. Yes. What's the Iron Man theme song? No one knows. No one gives a shit about Iron Man, (laughs) clearly. Okay, back to the story. To the north. Now, with this story, she... Okay. (laughs) Okay, go on, sorry. So some background for this story. She said that she had just turned 17. Um, It was her first job as a server. And she worked at this high-end restaurant and bar, um, which was rated really well on Google reviews. So she worked there for about four months. And then after this incident, she quit less than a month afterwards. Oh, shit. So it must it, be it, huge. It was pretty bad. All right, I'm keen to hear. Um, so she was working a shift one night. Um, she was really exhausted. 
it was the beginning year of her high school, senior year in high school. Um, so she was working multiple jobs and um, yeah, she got to get the yeah, grind just, on. Yeah, just grinding away. Um, so she was working. She had made about fifty trips back and forth from the dishwashing area to drop off dirty dishes. Okay. Um, and then this one time when she came back, there was a huge metal pot um, sitting on like a cart, which was blocking one of the entrances. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't there before, so she was she was like, "Oh, cool! I'll just move it aside and I'll walk through." Uh huh. Um, so she puts her hands on it, and she realized it was full of grease. So she didn't think about that before, obviously. And it was a lot heavier than she thought it was. Um, so she had to push it a lot more than she thought she would. And it took her about a split second before the pain started. Um, and she said her hand was on fire. And she Ooh, nearly, she, nearly she, she was holding dishes with one hand and she was pushing yeah, this pot with yeah. the other. And she nearly dropped the dishes uh. in her other hand because it was so fucking hot. Um, but she managed to put the dishes down in the the sink and then she washed her hands she was standing there with cold water running on her hand um crying she said not from the pain just from exhaustion and then the gm walks past and he asks her why she's not out serving her last table yeah and she was like freaking speechless and she goes there was tears rolling down my face um and she told him that she had just burned her hand on on a vat which i'm assuming is like a big pot yeah um and then he goes squeeze some lemon on it and get back to your table Whoa, what a cunt. And then he just continues closing down the place because this was just before close. So she's like dazed and confused at this point and she's really desperate to keep this job. So she quickly wraps up her hand in some really old first aid kit that she found um, and then she went back to the table. You know, she served the table, she completed her job and then she was really desperate to go home Yeah. Um, because she wanted to take care of her burn. Uh, and basically the the manager was like well you got to continue helping us to close the store and it was really late at this point um and she said she had really full thickness burns on her right foot um which on her right yeah on her right foot which is still like really heavily scarred i'm assuming that the grease tipped over so her hand and her foot um and she said she was really overwhelmed and pain, like in pain at this point. And she was just sobbing and trying to just get all the materials out so she can go home. Anyways, eventually she, um, she got out of there. She went home and she quit less than a month after that. And apparently after, like within three months after this incident, the whole place was out of business. So they prob- That's good. That's good. They, they obviously had, you know, this was a pattern and they didn't treat their employees that well. But this just got me thinking like, how many managers are there out there that just don't give a shit about their workers? She was clearly not in a state to continue working. Yeah, she burned her bloody hand. And hand and her foot. How can someone continue to work? Doesn't give a shit. Oh, I'm happy that place closed down. Thank you for the submission then. And yes, we hope that you were able to find a better job with a manager that actually cares about you. And hope your hand and foot... Yes. I'm, I'm still a little bit confused well. about whether it was her foot obviously it was a foot but i'm not sure if her hand was also burned but either way let's hope you're okay this one is titled the box lady and it's it's a story submitted by kimberly 90 so it's spelled b-o-b-o-o-l-e-y kimberly so this is a story that i want to get one of you guys to be the customer for Danny's and the customer. i'll be the staff i'll be the narrator go for it here we go this story is from today i just 
about finished a transaction with a woman. I'd scanned all her items and we had gotten through the whole process relatively easily until this happened. I need a box. Uh, you know, what's it called? A box. Thinking that she needed boxes to transport her groceries. Yes, a box. How much for a box? I don't think we charge for boxes, but I'll check. Calls co-worker over. A box. How much for the boxes? We don't charge for boxes. What, what kind were you after though? We have large flat ones or ones that have lids, but they don't close properly. No, I want a box of, you know those things... Starts getting frustrated. You don't have a clue what I'm talking about, do you? No, I'm sorry. Getting more frustrated. The boxes with the cones, the ice cream cones. Ah, oh, the drumsticks of the Cornettos. Customer stares dumbly. <laughs> this, is, this is good. How good is this? This is so good. This is probably the most entertaining segment. This is like high school. <laughs> this is great, yeah. We get to read the play. That's fucking sick. Okay, go. I'll get you both. The customer then decides to take a box, each of the Cornettos and the drumsticks, and goes on her way without so much as an apology for her behaviour towards my co-worker, or for the line that was forming steadily behind her. But this interaction just made me so frustrated. Like, God damn it, lady, use your words. If you wanted ice creams in the first place, why didn't you say that instead of boxes? And then getting mad at me and my co-worker for not knowing what you were talking about? Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the weirdest way to say I want ice cream. Same, same. Oh what did she say? I wasn't listening. I was too bothered. Like she said, I need a box. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. I need. A, I need. Okay, a, I, didn't, I didn't think anyone would relate. I need a box. You just go up to someone and be like, I need a box. Seriously, <laughs> try this with a thousand people, and I guarantee you, not one person will know you're talking about ice cream. Yo, I'm gonna go to Woolworths tomorrow, and I'm gonna go go up to someone and go, I need a box. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. That's fucking hilarious. I need a box. What the fuck? What the hell are you talking about? Oh, that is great. Next up, we have this story titled, I Didn't Mean to Make Her Cry. Uh -oh. It's by Hypnotic Cat. It starts off with them saying, I used to work at a bakery slash cafe as a night manager a few years back. My crew at the time were a group of teenagers who were the best employees I had. I had a shift lead who I was close friends with and also helped me move. She was my partner in crime. So this one shift, her shift lead storms into the back in a storm of tears and frustration. She found out that the lady she was serving, um, the sandwich that she gave her wasn't up to her standards and she had called the shift lead a stupid, useless girl and this upset her greatly, as, as it would. Um, so she went, the manager went to talk to the lady and was informed that her sandwich bread was a little, little too crisp. Keeping in mind the sandwich she ordered was a panini and the bread is toasted. So she says, I was pretty much done with her and didn't feel bad for her situation at all because of her insults to my employee. She admitted to calling her stupid and useless, but said that she didn't mean to make her cry or hurt her feelings, to which she promptly replied saying, you called her stupid. The lady didn't want a refund or a new sandwich, so there was nothing really she could do. Uh, half an hour later, the lady comes back. She barrels through the line and she practically threw her sandwich over the counter, demanding a refund. I gave her the refund with no hesitation. She then demanded an apology from the shift lead and she made it clear that she wasn't going to get one. Right before she left, she tried to pull the I know the owner card. Bullshit! I'd been waiting for this moment and quickly asked what the owner's name was. She couldn't even tell me a name, but only that she had seen her before. What a dumbass. I know the owner, but I don't know her name. What? 
But yeah, uh, the reason I chose this story was uh, it reminded me of so many instances where customers would claim to know that manager or someone in head office to try and get their way. Very true. And then you'd ask them, like, well, who are they? And they wouldn't have no clue what their name is, what their phone number is. They just put a random name, Shane. Yeah, Shane, was it? (laughs) (laughs) Shane who? Hilarious. Review of the week. Our favourite review from you guys this week. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. It's been a really good week for us with reviews. We've had quite a few come through. Um, I've just chosen this one that's summarised quite well. It says, the guys are funny and have great stories. Anyone in the customer service industry can relate. Look forward to more. And it's by Dandelion Dreams. So thank you for the review and thank you to everyone else that's left a review. We really appreciate it and it really helps us out. If you guys have any stories that you want to submit to us, you can do that through our website at retailrehab.com.au slash submissions. We're always on the lookout for new stories and new experiences. So if you guys have something that you think that might be worth talking about or any you know experience you've had from your store, we'd love to hear about it. Just shoot us an email or submit it through our website. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Au revoir. Oh yes, French. <laughs> See ya.